Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast. Yes, we're still around. It's been too long. It's been well, months. I was I was wondering if we were ever going to record again. Episode sixty-eight, and this is actually our season three kickoff show. Unfortunately, we, better late than never. Yeah, we missed the whole month of October. Uh, we unfortunately we missed our preseason uh, show that we're kind of bragging up about the last episode uh, but uh, you can find us on our socials Pride Wings Podcast uh, on Facebook Discord, Instagram and Twitch which I'm not sure we might decide to go sometime but for now we're going to stick with what, our roots where we started back in season one with Podbean um, so you can always Log into our live uh, stream. Hopefully, it'll be on Fridays, and we might be changing dates. We're not sure yet, but for the for the time being, I'm thinking it probably still be Friday. Um, also on uh, Twitter and YouTube, uh, which well, we don't have any YouTube videos as of right now, but that's at Predwings Pod, and you can always email us at Predwings Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, so that leaves us with, um, well, let's uh, kick off with our Beer League Minute. Hit it, you know. Well, my Thursday league is. Uh, it still sucks, folks. Well, yeah, I think we're like five, five or six games in now. Um, well, let's just say it started off good. Uh, our first week back in September, I believe it was, we won three to one, um, and I actually had uh, tied for the best goals against with another buddy. Um, or guy I used to play with, actually. Um, but um, then we lost, a f- like, three in a row, and then we won a couple, and we just lost last night to a team that we should have beat because I was just absolutely pathetic. So before last night, we were in fourth, and the top four make the playoffs. The bottom four play in the pretty much the consolation crap. It doesn't count. Um, so... That's about sums up our season. So I think now we're below 500, I believe. So that's it for. Uh, that's about all I got for my beer league minute. Um, not I'm sure if we. IR. Well, you've been on IR for seven years. No, I played last last year. <laughs> really? This year. You didn't do much. I had more goals than you. <laughs> that's because I played defense. Yeah, for half the season. That's right. That doesn't matter. I got more penalty minutes. Yes, you did. One. That's, but that's typical. Well, technically two, because it was one penalty. <laughs> but it wasn't. A, it was a crap penalty. 
I remember. I thought, I thought it was ten in a game. <laughs> no, I didn't get kicked out. <laughs> it was a bad penalty. Although everybody else was saying it was a good penalty, but it was a crap call. But anyway, that was last year. This is this year. Twenty twenty four is approaching before we know it. Um. So I don't, I don't really have any recaps because I haven't really been able to watch. I've been so busy. I haven't been watching any. I did watch the don't, Predators. Don't worry, folks. This is just the beginning of our season. I know there's a lot to try to catch up on, a lot of information you can pick out, but we got to start somewhere. So yeah. Kind of kind of fast forward and go from there. But go ahead, D-Law. I did watch the last night's pathetic loss. Uh, the Predators... I do. I mean, is I haven't really been watching much, but I have been paying attention, sort of. Um, okay. But they've been having an up and down. It's like I don't know. They're. I know the feeling. It's frustrating. It's like I thought, you know, they'd be kind of competitive, but then, then they like lose to Seattle four to two, and then they lose to like. Earlier in the season, they lost to Edmonton. I don't even know what the score was. It was a lot to little or a lot to nothing. <laughs> They're four and six, so I guess they can't get above 500, but it's pretty bad when it was ahead of them in points. <laughs> that, that's a sorry fan base, or not fan base, franchise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't really have any recaps from for the Preds. I don't know if you want to do anything with the Wings. Um, yeah, I do. So Detroit actually started out the season, you know, really looking like a really solid, um, competitive team this year. I mean, Debrink is still on top of the the leaderboard for goals. Um, I know that he's been in a slump the last couple of games. Um, the whole team has, so I, I can't really get into too much about that. Um. But yeah, he's he's lead. Well, he's tied for the lead with nine goals this year so far. Larkin is top ten in points. Um, you know, that's that's like Detroit's new perfection line, and and we're just getting started. And I think that's where, you know, I'm I'm rather excited as a Red Wings fan because I think we've been stuck in this lull for so long, and where we just kind of accepted the losing culture, and it just we continued to allow it to to just take over the fan base. And, you know, it's just, oh, yeah, we're just we're in it for the rebuild. We're in it for the rebuild. We're in it for the rebuild. And I know we're in this for a long haul. This this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, but I really, you know, this this offseason is what really showed me that Iserman thinks we're getting closer because you pull a trigger on a guy like Alex to and the cat. But I mean, you pull the trigger on a guy like that. Yeah, we spend a little bit of money on him. Um, but, you know, that just shows that we're, we're ready to go. Like, there's guys in the lineup last year that played the entire season almost, like like Johnny Burgers. You know, he, he's been up here for a game so far. You know, we brought in Shane Gostaspear. We brought in Sprong. I mean, we bring in, you know, Clem Costin, who's, you know, he's, he's has his ups and downs for me. He's a fourth liner, obviously. Um, but they needed a little bit of grit, and, and he can bring that. Um but I really like what, what Detroit's done so far. I don't like that they, you know, have gotten blown out the last couple of games. I mean, Boston's a good squad. They always find a way to do it. I don't quite understand Boston, but they always find a way to 
uh, just win games with or without their their top guys or people retiring like that just doesn't matter. But you know, Detroit six four and one right now in the season. I can't complain about that. They're over five hundred. You know, they've got they've got some tough matchups coming up, which we'll get into. But you know, there's they're just not they're, they're still they're a young rebuilding team. And what I want to say is that while while Detroit, we want to see progress and we're going to see it. Detroit is either going to actually be on the bubble, like one or two games or points rather out of the playoffs, or we're going to squeak ourselves into a wild card. I just think that this team has a lot of uncapped potential right now, untapped potential. And I really think that, that they can really bond even better than they are right now. Lucas Raymond is still trying to find his groove on that first line. Um, you know, once once he clicks and everything starts clicking, that line is just it's it's gonna be the, the new perfection line. So, you know, I like I like seeing that. Um but you know, we had you know, we had some tough losses. Uh, you know, we lost to the Panthers two nothing. You know, was, I'll actually say Reimer has played out of his mind. I think Reimer has played some really good hockey. Um, kind of an unfortunate goal yesterday. I don't know if, for anyone that saw it. So now, D Law, you might be able to relate to this. He kind of lost it. So the the puck is coming in, and it looked like it was like a routine. Uh oh. So what had happened was the puck comes in, and he sees the last second, goes up to to make the glove save. In and out of the glove, off the crossbar, off his head, down his back, and then he kicks it in. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And from that point on, it just changed the momentum of the game, unfortunately. Detroit wasn't able to gain possession of the zone. Uh, they were just playing this dump and chase. It looked like a lot of the days of uh, going back to, to Blasio with that whole dump and chase, and you didn't quite have the players yet to get in for the chase to beat the defenseman. So, you know, hopefully we can get that figured out and come up with maybe some different, um, I don't know, we got we to gotta find a way to, to en- get good entry into the zone. And, um, you know, I, I know you obviously have to dump it and chase it. But we just can't, with, like, against Florida, we just could not get into the Well, they got the dump part right. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's it's just like, I don't know. I just that sounded like a pinball play. It's like what the heck? what the, what didn't it? Hit? Yeah, <laughs> I wish yeah, I had one. I wouldn't need a pinball sound effect. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. It was pretty <laughs> impressive. I, I can say I don't think I've ever had that bounce off everything that many things, but I've had it bounce off the back of my head and yeah. my and my back of my leg. Which usually happens every game, anyway. <laughs> but I think you know, going back to Detroit, I I just think that we have to, you know, we we have to just slow it down, allow it to happen. You know, that the team is the team is coming together. The team is coming together. We just have to just have to be patient. I know we've been saying this as as Red Wings fans for a long time, but for real, we got to just. We just gotta wait. I think this year we're gonna see some big changes in the team. You know, we've been playing really, really good hockey. Um, you know, I just, I just am very excited for this year. I think well, this is a year that we're gonna finally see the progress that we want to see. May, we may be off to a, 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 you know, the season is a long season. It's a very long season. So it's early on. 
get the you know shake the cobwebs out get get you know built together as a better form form team um more comfortable on the lines with each other uh just trusting each other that's going to come and i can't wait to see what happens when that does come so hold on to your hats i think the red wings are going to make it to possibly a wild card or you know just on the bubble but i think we're going to be there this year well, if I was for Boston's start again, was it like last? Was just like last year? It was like a repeat of last year. It is. If it was for them, they'd be in first place. Yep. It's like so. Let me go on a limb and say they're gonna crap out of the playoffs again. I don't. I mean. Did they add the same team, or did they add it? I don't remember exactly. I think didn't they re- somebody retire? Uh, Bergeron retired. Oh. Well, that was a big loss, but yeah. I don't. That's like I don't understand. It's like it's like a it's like Groundhog Day. Other yeah, they're just other... making it. They're making it work. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I just wish that the Predators like were that good or well i don't know i i as far as you know you said the brick is getting into a slump now i mean he's still playing good hockey i don't well, i getting the shot i might i might have to take the blame for that because i added him on my fantasy team <laughs> No, that's, that's okay. And then I did that, and then that he hasn't scored, or well, I, he might have scored. I don't. You're gonna want to. You're gonna want to keep him. You're gonna want to keep him. Yeah, well, I dumped, uh, dropped Alec Tuck. Or was it Tuck? I think I dropped one of the Buffalo guys in, to get him. So I'm hoping that wasn't a stupid mistake. No, I, I think it was Tuck. He's he's a goal scorer. I mean, he's already got a hat trick this year. Like, is he as good as Tuck? Yeah, I, I think he's very comparable. I think I think he's got more potential. To be honest, that's just that's just my my feelings. But as long as we're talking about DeBrinket, I know um, Ottawa had a a video for him, and apparently DeBrinket just kind of smiled. Yeah, he didn't exactly. even, he didn't leave. I don't know what you know. I mean, most most players when they come back, they're standing up or they got tears or they'll leave or clap or stick well, or first, whatever. First of, all, first of all, he only played and, one season there, so let's not get crazy here. Let's, so let's why would why well he only played one season? Why would they have a video for him? I mean, it's not then. I, I don't know. I could understand if he played four or five seasons, you know, but one season, it's like. Right. Nowadays, that's just like a his worst cup season. of coffee. And that was just not, that. Not only was it his one season, but it was his worst season. Is that all that? I mean, it was. I guess it's a nice gesture for the team, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if think there was, if it. there was some bad things, it was it like both on both sides that was bad, or I, I don't know just, the whole the whole out. thing. It didn't work out. They didn't see eye to eye. He didn't fit in the system. Um, he didn't feel like he had a voice. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was not, it just, he even said, like, it just wasn't a good fit. His father even said that, yeah, just, he, he wasn't having fun there. So, you know, the excitement when he came to Detroit, I mean, he's a Detroit boy. He grew up a Detroit fan. I mean, he lived, like me growing up, I wanted to be Steve Eiserman or, or, you know, Bob Probert or, 
you know, I want to be one of these guys in the driveway playing street hockey. Like that's who I'm, I'm idolizing. I'm not, I'm not idolizing, you know, any old school. This is just because of my age, but I'm, I, I didn't want to be Alexander Mogilny or Pat LaFontaine or Jeremy Roenick. I wanted to be a Red Wing because I love the Red Wings, everything about them. That ha- is how Debrinket is, and I think that is huge for Detroit. I mean, now you've got Larkin and Debrinket and Cobb. You know, they're bringing in boys from Michigan who idolize this team and want to, wants to play on this team. I mean, if, if it's me, I'm playing for the Raptors. I'm, I grew up a Detroit fan. I want to, you know, this is my dream. My dream has come true. I am playing a sport that I love for the team that I grew up loving. I'm playing for the Raptors. That's what I'm doing. I'm going all in. And I hope we can get that same thing out of Debrinket. It sounds kind of like, um, I guess, well, actually, I can't say that because Predators don't have anybody yet. Maybe someday. <laughs> They'll get there. I mean, everyone's, like, bashing on trots already. Like, my God, give, give the man a break. Like, he's going to break. Well, they're below 500. Well, first of all, first of all, you guys are were dealt. A, you know, you're, you're trying to polish a turd. A turd is still a turd. And I'm not saying that, that they're turds. But what I'm saying is when you have... The mess that that Poyle left them in. Now Trotz has to try to figure his way out of this. I saw the same thing with Eiserman and Kent. You know, uh, uh, what the heck's his name? Um, I can't even think of his last name. Ken Holland. You know, they they did the same thing. Like, oh, let's send him off. Let's try to keep him as part of the off front office. Like, let's do this dog and pony show and keep him around. Like, no, no, he's he's gone. He did he, he did not do his job. His duties were not fulfilled, and he did not do it very well. So now we've got many years of getting digging out of this mess, and that's where a lot of fans don't understand. When your team's in a rebuild, it sucks. I'm a Lions fan. Now look at, not going to get into football, but I'm just saying that you know when when teams are kind of just mediocre and not able to break that, you know, break that 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 I don't even know what you'd call it that barrier of success, you got to shake it up. So the Predators shook it up. They brought in Barry Trotz. Now it's his job to blow this team up and build it into a leader, build it into a champion. Well, I, I know their record is 4-6 and six now. Um, I mean, how's four's but, I mean, I did, I did, uh, I mean, I haven't seen full games, but I've seen bits and pieces here. Um, I think I think the Vancouver game was actually the first game. It was on a t- start at ten o'clock, so that's one of the reasons why I was actually able to see the full game. Well, except for the last two minute or the last minute or whatever. But they, they're young players. They're playing really good. And, and Nyquist, I mean, he's he's only got a goal and three assists, but they're like, um, he's you know, and just for the record, Trent is still second in. In the Atlantic. Yeah, because of Boston Hot Start. But, um, you know, Nyquist, he's he's like, he's not like doing it. We're 10 games into the season now already. Um, he's not consistently doing it every, every game. But he's, you know, going three assists, four points in 10 games. That's not too bad. I mean, it, I, obviously it's not, you know, NHL level. You should have by now probably 20 points. I don't not sure what the leaders have, but um, they, 
he he's actually showing pretty good. I believe he's on the Forsberg line, which he's got a goal. Forsberg has a goal and eight assists, so nine points in ten games. But uh, the young the young players, Tommy Novak and Colton Sissons, each have five goals. Um, so, so let me ask you this question: Now you had a huge off, you know, last year big signing with Philip Forsberg. He starts. He he finishes off the season injured. Now this year he's playing, getting a huge paycheck, and he's only got one goal in ten games. Well, he's got eight assists as well. So I mean, yeah, yeah. you want him to score goals, but I mean, you got Novak and Systems with five goals, and Ryan O'Reilly, who they just signed, he's got four goals, three assists. I mean, Forsberg's a minus five. I don't know. I I can't. I don't like the plus. I, I don't. It's just my own. Well, I know people. I know people hate that, but I just don't care for it. Um, but uh, I I don't know if it's because you know he's been in a defensive zone because I you know obviously I haven't really watched all the games so. He he might be just spending a lot. His line might be spending a lot of time in the defensive zone. Mm-hmm. Um. The parts that I've seen this season, they've shown, you know, sparks of, you know, good play, but then they kind of get, um, you know, they get caught in their zone by, you know, their teams. And, um, but they, there's, they're shooting more. Um, their power play is starting to, starting to click a lot better last year. Um, Novak has four power play goals. So four of his five goals are power play goals. Um, you know, Ryan O'Reilly's uh, it's probably just because, you know, he's a new guy, so he's just gonna like next year his numbers might fall. I don't know. I guess he's a good player. I mean, he was drafted by Colorado and went to St. Louis. I never sure if he's a twenty goal scorer or not. Um not sure what his stats, you know, as far as but um I just want to touch on, I mean, I know he's only played in four games, um, but Samuel Figimo, he, uh, the Kings caught him. They sent him on waivers and the press uh, picked him up. He's only played four games, but he's got a goal. And, I mean, I know a lot of times you can't go by goals and assists, um, but he's he's really looked, he's looked good out there when he's played, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. for 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 a waiver pickup. Yeah, you know what I was just looking at though. It looks like Philip Forsberg actually only played in the since 2017. It looks like he's missed about a quarter season every year. <laughs> he only played 67 games in 17, 18, 18, 19, 64, 19, 20, 63, 20, 21, 39. 21, 22, 69, 22, 23, 50 games. And then he's got 10 games this year, which he's played in all of them so far. Um, were all those due to injury? I guess I just don't know enough about him. Well, he had that big injury last year, and I that believe I remember. Uh, there was um... – I don't remember if it was the year before that or the year before that he was he he had injury. Um, I don't even remember what injury it was, but he was out. I don't 
I don't know how long. He wasn't out nearly as long as last year. But he was out, I want to say like a month, but I think it was towards the end of the season. Yeah, like I said, um, it might have been, been the year before or the year before. It was one, I, I, I want to say it was one of the years they went to the playoffs, which lately hasn't been very many. I think they made one playoff in the last five years or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I still, you know, I, I, I'm the biggest non-fan of the Forsberg deal. Like, I just, I was not fond of it. <laughs> you know that. I talk about it all the time. Yeah, you get you get defensive about it, but I just I just think that that is another one. Um, I just think that's another snafu on on Poyle. I think he's a great player. He's obviously he had a fifty goal season or forty goal season. Sorry, but yeah, I just I I just you know getting back to the Predators as a whole, I could see Trotz mucking through this season, maybe making a few different moves here or there, bringing some guys up to kind of see how they how they are. Are they ready to come up and start rebuilding? Because, I mean, it takes it takes a little bit of, of time. I mean, look at Mo Sider and Lucas Raymond. Like, those guys are still acclimating to the league. Like, I, I get it, Mo Sider won, you know, Rookie of the Year, but that doesn't mean that he's going to come out and break Nick Lidstrom's records or, you know, do anything relevant yet. You know, he's still acclimating to the league. I mean, it's a very different league than it was back when Nick Lidstrom played. Um, you know, so there was a lot of, like, you know, now it's a quicker, it's a faster game than it is more physical. So, I mean, things are just, it's 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 hard to compare, you know, yesteryears of hockey to what we have now. It's just, it's a completely different game. So, guys do have to acclimate a little bit quicker. Um, I mean, how's Connor Bedard doing? I mean, he was the second coming of Jesus all off season, but it's been a little quiet on that front. So give him time, give him time. Like that's a lot to bear on your shoulders. I think, but I do think Nashville will turn things around. Like I think Trotz is the guy to do that. I just know that he's got the hockey sense. He's won, you know, Stanley cups. He's one of the most winningest coaches in the NHL. Like the guy knows how to win. This year or five years from now? This year or five years from now? I don't want to wait five years. Well, then then go find another team to cheer for. Because if you want to win Stanley Cups and you want to... This this isn't the 90s. I was spoiled in the 90s where all you had to do was open a checkbook and pay everyone to come play on your team. And you got yourselves a championship. They're still doing that. Teams Teams are still doing that. Yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers, the Rangers are paying money. Uh, Vegas is Vegas is showing them lots of money. Edmonton, well, everybody is. You have a salary cap. You use it. Everyone has the same advantage. There's no disadvantage. The only thing I don't like is playoff scenarios, but that's the well, topic we're not getting on. But so, but, but no, it might be five on. years, D Law. You have to be patient. I, I I don't want to backtrack for is Cider from Detroit. What do you mean where he lives? Like is he is he from Detroit? Like did he born there or born? Oh, in... He barely speaks oh. English. He's from Germany. Oh, 
Oh, well, I guess. You want to know a story? I guess so much for that one. You want to hear a cool story about Cider? So, Moritz Cider and Lucas Raymond went to Lions training camp this year. Just to kind of pop in, they got, you know, invited by the Lions to come out. And they're sitting there, and they're like, oh, my God, look how big those guys are. I'm glad we play hockey. Like, because these guys are massive. But anyways, so Gino Amon Ross St. Brown. He's a football player, I think. Yeah, he's a wide receiver for the Lions. He's one of the top. Oh, players. that's right. He's got I got him on my fantasy team. So now here's a funny story. So Cider and Raymond are standing there, and guys are greeting them as they're coming off the field. Amon Ra looks at Moritz Cider and just starts t- speaking German to him. Like they're having a full-fledged conversation in German. Because Amon Ross St. Brown, he can speak multiple languages. Um, you know, he was a military brat, if you will. His dad was in the military, traveled all over the place. So he learned German, which I believe might have been actually his first language. Maybe not. Um, but he's very fluent in it. So he was. it was kind of cool watching him talk to Moritz Sider. Um, but I digress. We're getting kind of off topic. I just thought that was a cool story about how... You know, these two guys, completely different sports, grew up completely different continents, and they're they're just talking like they've known each other. Okay, so I guess... Um, but anyway, are you going to be patient for the rebuild? Or, nice. Or uh, well, I guess um, I just got to... I, I I guess I I just don't I hate it when they lose, it but I guess it I speak. I guess I just have to get used to it because I've been used to them losing for a couple of years now anyway. So yeah, but listen, you're gonna lose bad. Like you have to brace for it. You can well, you can go seek therapy. But they're it's gonna... pretty it's pretty bad when they lose nine and nothing to Edmonton or whatever the heck that it's score was. I it was like happen. the second game of the season. Yeah, I mean they they've got a young team that they're starting to build around. I'm starting to hate Edmonton. Yeah, they've got some contracts they got offload, but again, I think you have to just trust and trust and trots. I think that should be the motto going around: is just trust and trots. He's going to build you guys a, a winner. Just give him but, the time to do it. Don't blow him out of there. Don't get him out of there. Let him do it. There was one uh, thing. Uh, it was uh, was it last night's game? The Predators played Seattle at Seattle. Um, now I wasn't aware of this, but apparently the goalie loses a stick, right? And his team can carry the stick back to the goalie, but they can't like push it with their stick or feet or whatever. And they can't push it along. They can only pick it up and carry it to them. Were you aware of that rule? No, I, they, I, they can't I push it. That, they can't push it over to them like with their stick or their skate or whatever. Well, I, I thought with the goalie you could. I thought the goalie was the well, only position to do that. Well, with. Uh, uh, well, apparently, well, let me say the rest didn't call it. Seattle did that last night. I think it was last night's game, Thursday night. Uh, they he lost the stick, and the Seattle guy, defenseman, I don't remember who it was. Use his stick and push the stick, goalie stick, over towards uh, Grubauer, um, who's Seattle's goalie. Push the stick back into the crease, and he picked it up. And the announcers were saying, 
He pushed his stick. He can't do that. I don't know if it would have been a penalty. I think, yeah, I think it would have been a penalty or something. I don't know. But the they, the, the press announcers are saying that. So I don't know if they were uninformed or because the rest didn't call anything. So that's, I don't, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd have to look it up, I guess. I don't know if that's a new rule or, or how long that's been in because I never really heard of that. Um, I know as a player, with another player's stick, you can't like move it out of the way. No, but then the goalie, you know, I think you can. I mean, but I mean, I couldn't understand if it now if he was moving it away from the goalie, that obviously that would probably be a penalty because it'd be you know kind of like interference or whatever. But he was his own team was pushing it back to him, but I I wasn't I I ought to look that up. Okay, so here's I got it right here. Look, um. Can you give the goalie his stick? He can also he can also be handed a stick from a fellow player. However, this must be considered a legal handoff. The player handing off the stick cannot slide or throw the goalie a new stick. It must be physically handed to the goalie. This rule also applies to situations when a goalie has lost his stick during gameplay. Well, obviously, that's when you would use it. So that makes sense. Okay, so the so the announcers were correct at that. So I don't know what why the rest and so what it what, did it say anything? Is is it a penalty? Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't read that far. Let me see if I can. <laughs> but as long as we're talking about painting uh, sticks, um, going back a couple games, I don't remember who the Preds were playing. Uh, but I just want to give a, a really shout out, and, and I wish they would. I wish they gave assist to uh, like the team member, like the la, the staff of the teams. <laughs> that I mean, obviously you can't. Um, but uh, Luke Evangelista uh, broke his stick um, in in the, in the play, and you know Pete Rogers, who if you're from this the Rochester area, he's he's from Rochester. Um, he's the equipment manager and damn good equipment manager too. He he really knows the job and he's always you know when they're losing their stick he's like before you even know he's the player has is lost a stick he's got another new stick right out right waiting for the player to come by. So so eventually he breaks the stick. He goes over the bench, grabs the stick from Free Rogers, circles around, gets a great feed from. I think it was O'Reilly, or, or I don't remember who it was now. Never um, heard of him. But anyway, Evangelista comes in on a breakaway, and nice, nice little move, kind of deep move, and then he scored a goal. So and it was awesome to see again. You know, the video is on social. I believe it's on YouTube. So if you want to check that out, I don't know. I, I think I did post it to our social media. I'm not sure. I'm sure I did, or I know it's on my social media. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I, I thought that was awesome. They were like, "Yeah, way to go, Pete." That's what they're saying on the on the on the bench. So he he definitely was getting assists. I know they can't give assists for the staff member for like. Uh, coaching staff and stuff like that but he he definitely made the made the assist on that one um so i just wanted to as long as we were talking about uh, handing off sticks <laughs> they wanted to mention that uh so did you find if it was a penalty or no 
as far as the goalie. Uh, no, I didn't find okay. it. Well, um, I guess we can move on to some NHL stuff. Let me just run run, run down some of the uh, the the, uh, the leaders right now. Let's uh, let's start with goals, and I'll go in at points. Um, as you mentioned, Debrinket, he's actually tied with Frank Rattano, and the Ducks are. I, th- I think the Ducks aren't doing too bad this year, but they're they're both with nine goals. And then, uh, of course, Pasternak for the Bruins. He seems like he's always there. He's got eight. And then um, for his assists, Jack Hughes, he's just, again, He I believe he had a great season last year, too. And he's got 15 assists along with uh, Pedersen, who I think he had a couple assists against the Predators. Uh, he's got 14. And then uh, Quinn Hughes, another, uh, I think that's Jack's brother. He's on the Canucks. He's got 12 assists. I think he had a goal against the Predators. I know he had definitely an assist. Um, X-Wing, Philip Peronek, he's on the Canucks. He's got 10 assists. X-Predator, Kevin Fiala, he's on the Kings. He's got 11 assists. Uh, actually, Larkin. Larkin's also got 11 assists. So he's he's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's shift over to points. Uh, Jack Hughes, obviously, with those big... Big, big time assist. He's got twenty points. Patterson with nineteen. So I, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, compare that to the to the Predators. What he, uh, Forsberg's got nine. So yeah, they're way behind the uh, the leaders. You know, the Predators always been been uh, struggling as far as having leaders and points. Uh, so then Brat, Jasper Brat from the Devils, he's third in points with 18. And then Quinn Hughes, he's got 16 points. And then Panarin is fifth, um, with 16 points. And Larkin, he's just, uh, just behind them with 15 points. And then as far as goalies, uh, Quick is leading with a .41. I don't know how many games he's played. Um, so that's pretty good. He's, he's with the Rangers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's leading all goalies with .41, but I don't know how many games he's played. As far as save percentage, he's also leading that with 9.82. And shutouts, just uh, Varlamov, Jonas Johansson, he's lightning, is he a rookie? And Tristan Jarrett all have two. And uh, let's see. Let's shift over to the rookies. Logan Cooley for the Coyotes. He's leading all rookies with eight. And Luke Hughes is right behind him with seven. Uh, Connor Bedard, he's got leading rookies with four. Tied with Marco Rossi. Um, so I guess that's not doing too bad, I guess, for all the hype. And then assess, he got Logan. He's um oh that's why he's got eight po- eight eight points he's got seven assists um and then Luke Hughes was six assists uh, so anyway that's uh some points um how the points are looking at so far for the NHL any big news stories I haven't really seen any um as far as oh Jack Hughes uh, left with an injury Jack Hughes did uh, he left the game. Let's see what what game. Then must must been uh, must been Thursday night because I don't think I think there was only two games on Friday. Um, 
It was against St. Louis. He crashed into the the board shoulder first. Um, So it it wasn't, uh, he just crashed into the board. So it was, I guess, it sounds like it's just a hockey play. It wasn't like a hit or anything. Um, I don't know if there's any any suspensions. Um, Oh, Fox for the Rangers is on IR. Yeah, there was another suspension. Um, Charlie McAvoy got suspended. Oh, well, there you go. For a legal check. Oh, figures Boston would be doing that first once to get the suspensions. Sweet chin music. Um, but you know what? We we You're never. Moron. You know, I I just I was gonna say it in the beginning, and I was like, I oh, will wait till the NHL segment. We probably should have said something in the beginning, but you know, condolences goes out to Adam. Johnson uh, for that horrific injury that he suffered in game. Um, Just tragic for everybody involved, players, fans, uh, teammates, coaching staff. Um, I mean, literally everybody in that building just, you know, underwent a, a pretty horrific scene and, you know, lots of people affected by it, but, you know, our, our thoughts and condolences to, the Johnson family, and you know, it's never good when when somebody loses their life doing something that they absolutely love, and you know, shouldn't shouldn't be done that way. Um, so, you know, just just take a little extra time, and you know, when you're when you're going out to play, and um, you know, in the youth leagues, you have to wear your neck guards. It looks like that's going to be starting to make its way on up. Um, but just take the time and put your equipment on right, and like obviously that wasn't preventable scenario, but you know, you want to keep playing the game you love. Protect yourself. Yeah. But there is some, you know, there's some controversy around that whole ordeal. Um, you know, it's being investigated by the local police because, you know, there was a, um, what do you call it? They thought that maybe. The, I forget who it was, actually threw his foot back and kicked Johnson intentionally, which led to his demise. So, I mean, that's... Uh, I don't know. That, I, I don't... If you watch it, I, 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 don't, I, mean, I don't want anyone to encourage anyone to watch it, but if you watch that play before everything goes down, it, it I mean, it's questionable. You want to, you know, as, as a fan of the game and have respect for everybody out there. We're all competitors. I shouldn't say we're like I'm out there. But I know when I play, like, we're all out there to have fun. We're all out there to, to win. We're all out there to, you know, but there's no serious deep hatred. And you don't wish that upon anyone. So hopefully this was just a sheer accident and, you know, that, that it wasn't an intentional act. That's Except for maybe Marchand. <laughs> Well, not me, you. No. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> I don't know. I know how much you hate Marchand. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate him enough that I want him to be dead. <laughs> I mean, as tragic as that incident was, like, I don't wish that on anybody. And, you know, I just, I like to banter against Marshawn. Like, I don't want, I don't want him to die. I don't want anybody to die. This is a great yeah. But, yeah, I would never even insinuate it. But, anyways... Um, also regarding that is some controversy 
with the neck guard. I mean, what are your thoughts if, if they came out and said, hey, you have to wear a neck guard every game? I don't play, like, high level, so... I, That's even more reason to have it. I I don't even wear... That wasn't my question. My question was this. If I, I, the league comes down and says, Dan, you have to wear a mask to... Or, I'm sorry, a neck guard to play in your league. What are you gonna do? They're not gonna. They're, the league isn't. The league I play in isn't gonna do that. You got to answer my question because it, it, I don't play NHL or AHL. Oh Jesus, you're not answering the question. Yeah. If you're told you yeah, have to wear a neck guard, if you're told they're not you gonna say to, that in beer in the league that I play. Right, we're, we're just gonna move on because <laughs> you just can't answer the question. I don't understand. What is so difficult? Because about that wouldn't happen in the league that I play in. You know that it's all new. It's all <laughs> new. There's already a couple of leagues that have already in, uh, not already beer played. league. Well, of course not beer league. That'll probably yeah. be the last league to do it, but it, it could be coming down the pipeline. They do it in youth hockey. It's mandatory. Well, that's now they're mandating it in other pro level leagues. They're mandating uh, home dressers in Canada now. But I can also just tell you this as well, that the speed of the game doesn't necessarily mean that you're safer. A skate blade is a skate blade. If you fall into it, you got a skate blade to your neck. If you doesn't matter how fast you're going, it no, could happen at our level. That's like slow. That's, that's why I'm telling you that, and that's why it is a. But I don't want anything tight. It had to be really, really, really loose because I'm not. I can't wear anything. T- I, I I just couldn't wear anything on there because it, it. I it's I just couldn't wear anything around my neck because it feel too restrictive. So I don't even wear I don't even wear a chest protector when I skate out because it's too too restrictive. So you I would can't move. So you so you wouldn't play. Oh, I play. So you would. I just you find would. a way. I just find a way to make it so it's not tight. Have it for, have it like a necklace. Like you want it to just protect yourself. I mean, you want it to protect your neck. That's the whole point of it. I mean, we could also. Say Can I wear my goalie mask? Because <laughs> I, I get the thing, or wear a dangler instead of that sure. neck. But here's here's the other thing is that like. That's what you'd be wearing now when you're with your goalies with your uh, with your player mat player helmets. You can have a dangler on them like goalies. Hey, if that's what they want to, if they'd rather have that, then so be it. But the whole but the whole thing is, it's there for your safety. I mean, we can make the argument that, well, he was an NHL player; he should have been able to avoid it more than anybody. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't even in the NHL. He was. Uh, it was a uh, played in the uh, NHL. Well, yeah, but it, when this happened, he was in a European league. Right, I understand that, but he played in the NHL. He was good two games or something like that. Four games, maybe. Did it? Does my uh, is my statement incorrect? <laughs> no, I just want to say that's how many games. Right. No, I I know, but I'm just. But I, what I'm saying is like, if anybody could have gotten away with it like gotten out of the way of it, it would have been him. I mean, he's an NHL player, but well, he was on the ice. But what I'm trying to say, it's kind of hard to get out of the way when you're laying on the ice. He wasn't laying on the ice. 
Oh, I thought that's how he got caught. He was on the ice. So you obviously didn't see the video. Oh, I saw the video, but I didn't. He was standing straight up and down. What do you mean he was laying on the ice? Oh, well, I saw somebody laying down on the ice. Well, yeah, after you get your carotid artery severed, yeah, you typically will be on the ice. What I'm saying is you got to watch the video of how the skate hit him. That, That is why there's some controversy around it. So check out that video. If anyone hasn't seen it, I don't recommend you look it up, but there are shortened versions that just show how it happened without any of the gore and graphic. I, I don't suggest you go looking for it. Somebody had lost their life, so just, you know, don't just let it settle. But if you want to see a condensed version, they're out there. So just, you know, just if you want to see how it happened for showing you why you should have a neck guard or further protection, you know, you should check it out. All right, so I guess, uh, is there any more news? No, um, no, not right now. Not that I have, at least. I think Siri, I think Siri wants to get in on our podcast. Hey, Siri. <laughs> nope, not my story. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, the next couple of shows are going to be a little bit more downright and, and nitty and gritty. We're not going to bore you with every finite detail. Um, but in our, in our next coming episode, we're just getting back in the swing of it. Our schedules have been crazy. Just bear with us. But, you know, we'll get more into the stats. We'll get more into uh, more in depth, like what we've learned to do from our, our previous seasons. Uh, we're getting there. So just bear with us. This is our first show. Season three. Yep. I don't even know what my, my picks are right now because I know I think you kind of did it for like a whole month or two months or something that we were trying to pick through. I don't know. You that well you're you got access, so No, I know. I'm I'm gonna look at can do you mind if we jump into Uh before we do that, I just want to go run down the, the our new um well last year we had the Predwing sixteen. Um Take it on the if you haven't listened to us uh, last year, which I hope that's not the case. Um, I it was a little long, so I this year I'm shortening it to the Predwings ten. Um, now my picks, I mean obviously they were they were for the they were preseason basically when I did my my Pred Wings 10 so that might change before, uh, for next week but mine uh, my Pred Wings 10 I had, I had I got Vegas on top and then I had Carolina Carolina Edmonton okay Toronto the Rangers Boston Dallas the Kings Seattle, Detroit. Well, I'm changing mine up a little bit. Um, and then I got special mention to Chicago, Tampa Bay, and Boston, which that might, or Tim, Chicago, Tampa Bay, and Florida, which might end up. Yeah, I, mine has changed since, since then. I've already changed mine. I'm going to go through mine right now. So here's my, my updated top 10 as of right now. Um, you know, you got to go with Vegas and Boston as the top two. I mean, I, both neither team has lost a, has lost a game. 
it's incredible. Vegas is 10-1-1. Boston's 9-0-1. Definitely my top two. Rangers are at 8-2-0. You know, they're going to be my number three. And I'm actually going to go with Vancouver over Dallas um, because I think Vancouver's kind of finding their groove right now. They're playing some really good hockey. Um, And I'm going to go with uh, probably Dallas next. Um, probably the Kings and, and then Colorado. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put Detroit up there next. I think Detroit deserves a top 10 right now. Um, you know, then I'm probably going to go with either the Devils or the Islanders. Um, and then I'll probably for 10, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with the Islanders at 10. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I must not. Have, I must not. We must not have uh, updated these on your list because they were that's like, why, "Oh, that, that's why I just said that." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can go and change that uh, sometime within a week, I guess. Yeah. I'll um, next week. So I guess that leads us into the weekly picks. Since you want to jump into that. Yeah, Detroit's got Boston tomorrow. I'm gonna go Boston. You know, what? I'm gonna go Detroit at home. I think. Boston's going to be due for a loss. I'm probably going to eat my words, and Boston's going to blow them out six to nothing. You said win? But I'm going to go with Detroit winning at home in Boston. They've been on a losing streak. I think it's time that they turn that around. I think a big win against a a strong Boston team. But you got to remember, they're down McAvoy right now, so that that could swing in Detroit's favor a little bit because Detroit can be an explosive team. So I'm going to go Detroit with a win against Boston. Um, and then we come back on, let me see here. I think it's two. That's at home. And then the Boston was at home on the fourth. Yes. And then Tuesdays in New York. Um, I'm going to go with Detroit losing in New York. Um, that game's on max TNT and, and Cinemax. Oh, jeez, They must be. Oh, that's their new tr- streaming service. Max is now. It's like Paramount and all those. Not that I want to do good advertising. Right. <laughs> but then we've got on uh, on the ninth. We've got. Uh, we're hosting the, the Canadians, which I think we can uh, beat the Canadians. And then the eleventh, we've got Columbus. I think we can beat Columbus. So I'm going to go with all the wins except for um, the Rangers. And then that pushes you into the global series on the sixteenth and seventeenth. Um, we can do that the next show. I just want to get a little okay. preview of that. So I was going to talk about that. Um, I said loss for against Boston, and then I think I'm gonna go with a win against the Rangers. Hmm. Um, Why don't you just do all the opposites of what I do? Still, yeah. And then Montreal, I gonna say a win, and Columbus, I think. Um, yeah, I think I'll go for the win because I don't think Columbus is doing too good. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have, I don't know if we want to say like the past because we really didn't do them, but um, no, my, I, 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 I was, well, I can't really, 
I, I can't really fix it now because then yeah, don't worry. yeah, we'll just roll it for. But I'm like, I'm. What the heck's going on here? I got to get all mine up. Uh, this is all shifted. I, well, it I looks like I'm six and five. Well, it, I'm six and five picking the wings because I did. I did. Uh, I updated mine before I gotta, the I gotta before the games. I know I didn't. We obviously didn't. Um, um, we weren't able to get on the record to say that because we didn't have any shows, but. Right. I went in and updated them. Um, well, but then as far as the Predators, I was actually four and all the first the first part because um, I think I picked some wins and losses, many losses. <laughs> but I think they did beat Tampa Bay the first week. But um, so I am six and four on the Preds so far. Hey, what are your thoughts on as we go through the games? We should have done this with Detroit, and I should have I should have thrown it out there. I just thought of it. But as we go to the game, why don't we each say, like, like the first game for you will be Predators and Oilers, correct? Yeah, the fourth are at Edmonton. So why don't why don't you say what you think, and then I'll say what I think instead of going through the segment twice? What are your oh thoughts? yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say I lost Edmonton again because the last time and it's in it's in Edmonton and they got blown up by Edmonton at home. So a loss for them. I, I'm going to win. I think the Oilers yeah. are in a down slump, and I think yeah. the Pred- I think the Predators are going to come back with a vengeance. So is McDavid is McDavid still injured or is he back? I think he was only. I don't, I don't think it matters. Well, it does against the Predators. He always lights it up against them. You'd be surprised. Then, oh yeah, this is their um, uh, they're they're on the middle of their five game road trip. This is the the CMA trip that they have every year in November. Uh, so then then they move on to Calgary on the seventh. I'm I actually I'm gonna call that a win. I know Calgary's playing really well. No, they're not. They're two and seven. They are not doing too good. That's yeah, right. I heard, sure. that, I heard that last year. Yep. Um, also, we agree on that one. And then that leads them into Winnipeg at Winnipeg. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I know Winnipeg's not playing too well as well. I mean, that didn't make sense. But the press historically have a hard time with Winnipeg. Well, I, I'm going to have to go with a loss for them. I don't I think, think they I'm going to go with a loss also. And then, let's see, when's the 11th? Is the 11th? See, you would. Oh, yeah, you did the 11th. Okay, so um, so then they return home to play Arizona. Which is surprising. And Arizona's really good, and it's the first game. I know that's a cliche. It's the first game back from a long road trip, and then, you know, nice and, and what nice nice about this? It's early the five game road trip. It's like a week or two. I could beat a lot of crow um, team in Arizona, but they, you know, coming back from a road trip, first game back. I'm gonna say a loss because Arizona's playing very well. Me too. I just I feel, and I could be wrong. I'm just kind of throwing this stat out there. I haven't looked it up, so don't base anything off of this. And that's actually next but, Saturday. But I feel I feel like they always lose their first game back from the road trip. 
that particular road trip. The, the CMA trip, I feel like they always lose that first game after it being over. And it is on a Saturday night, too, so in front of a packed house. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't even be worried so much about that. I just I just don't think that they're – yeah, I just – I don't think they're going to win that game. I actually had some – Coyotes news, well, actually it's not news because I might be a little older by now, but I can't, it was, I'll have to research that before I, I get, because it, it had to do with their arena, and I think, I think now they're trying to get um, a land or, or a new arena somewhere. It's a little bit further out from where the the original one was that it got shot down by the airport or wherever it was, Tempe or more, more I don't remember what city it was. It was right near downtown. This one, I think it's a little bit further out. Um, so I don't know. I guess we'll just have to keep an eye on and any news. I don't. I still don't know what's going on with Arizona as far as that. State. I don't know. They, I don't think Arizona knows what's going on. They might have, they might have relocating. I don't know. So that's our picks for this week. Um, so hopefully we'll be back on uh, next week. Um, we'll be well, getting the groove back on. At, at, at some point, if it's not Friday, it'll be Thursday or Saturday, or it'll be sometime. Yeah, we're gonna, we're we're going to be a lot more loose with it. Just see it. Just keep an eye out on on where you find your podcast. It, and it'll it'll pop up, you know. We we're two humans. We're trying to enjoy the podcast world, enjoy enjoy our lives. I I, I want to mention. Um, I was kind of kind of going to do that at the top of the show, but this is a good little segue into that. One of the reasons why I'm a little busy, especially on Friday and Saturday, but it's not every Friday and Saturday. So if you're, I don't know if you're if your listeners around the Rochester area. They just got – there's a, a junior uh, league. It's called the NAHL, North American Hockey League. It's basically like 17, 18-year-old kids, and they're basically playing for D1 or even NHL. Um, most of them go to D1. Um, they are scouts, and there actually is uh, – and, and before I get off on a tangent – Rochester got a, uh, they're calling them expansion team. Uh, I believe there's, I can't remember how many leagues, teams there are. Um, but this league is like uh, 40, 40 years old. Something like four, I think it's like around 40 years old. So it, it's been around for, for a while. Uh, so Rochester got a team. They're the Rochester Junior Americans. Um, before you go, yeah, you know that you got the Rochester Americans at the AHL, but they actually are not connected. Uh, they actually don't, uh, for some reason, they don't want to work with them as far as like, you know, bringing them in for games. You know, you know like game night, like Junior Amherst night at the Amherst, or you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, um, it's interesting. So, so, you know, 
before I get long and drawn out about that for these people that might not know about it. Um, it's it's a heck of a uh, it's an interest it, it's it's a heck of a show and, and a, a game and really 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 good hockey um, for the most part <laughs> better than our league, um, but. Uh, they do uh, TV. Uh, they they got the NAHL TV. Um, we actually have to subscribe, uh, kind of like the AHL TV. But um, I am running the camera for that, so so that's why I'm. You know, I my time. You know, they and the home games are Friday nights and Saturday nights, and so and it's like twenty. It started in September and it goes until March, and it it depends on the season. You know, you know. Sometimes it's like back to back weekends. Sometimes there's a few in between because they go on the road, obviously. So that's you know that's why one of the reasons why I'm so busy and got to fit our our podcast schedule in there. Um, but if you're in the Rochester area, I would come out there and they play at the Rochester Ice Center, which is the local rink. Um, just like a you know where we where I play and scorekeep and all that so and they're only it's like seven dollars a ticket uh, kids under twelve are free so great family night you know they it's it's a really interesting really great atmosphere um, so if you're in the area you know and and you know check them out on their website and uh, um, but yeah the NHL is is you know really good hockey and these these kids are playing for d1 so it, it can get pretty intense um you know d1 scholarships and and possibly nhl and then um there there is a nhl scouting uh what do they call that scouting uh, nhl central scouting has a, like a list of all the all the players on it and the junior emmerichs actually have a player on there he's not too high, but he's on there. Um, but yeah, so they actually do have a player on there. So yeah, they're, these kids, uh, they, you know, who knows? Maybe a, a couple that are playing in that league will be in the NHL. Like, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's, I just, I don't want to go any too much in, into that um, as far as, you know, just want to mention why, one of the why I'm so busy. Um but getting back on topic, um, let's see, where were we? Any uh, news story? Any other news stories? Well, I think we already discussed the fine suspensions area. Quick update on the Admirals. I'm not going to get too deep. Looks like they're at 3-3 three and three this season. And they have a game. Oh, here we go. Look. They got to play the Grand Rapids Griffins again. Who are the Grand Rapids Griffins? No idea. Never heard of them. <laughs> so they got to play them uh, on the fourth. Did they? Is that their first meeting of the season? Did they play in October? Let me see real quick here. Um, nope. Looks like that's their first meeting of the season tomorrow night. So maybe they can, maybe they can beat the uh, little little Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it looks like they're having a. Kind of a similar season to the Predators, at three and three. So that's it for the Milwaukee minute, if you if you will. 
Yeah, I haven't watched any Grand, Ra- Grand Rapids yet, so. Any more, anything else? I know it seems like kind of short for not having a show for a month. <laughs> well, we're over over an hour now, just over an hour. But I guess that's kind of long. Um, so we we discussed uh, got previews coming up. What are the previews? We actually, we kind of did that with the weekly picks. Um, we got Edmonton. Yeah, we did. We discussed that preview. So the previews, are, yep. So I guess the preview, the our previews and weekly picks kind of can go in together. You know, they kind of merge together. <laughs> um, so that's about it for that. Um, I guess that's kind of a wrap to our season three kickoff show. Yeah, I think that's that's all I got. So uh, once again, you can follow us on Facebook, Discord, which we haven't really been using much. Um, Instagram as well at Fred Wings Podcast and our Twitter. I guess it's X now. I don't know. I'm still Twitter to me. <laughs> that's at Fred Wings Pod, uh, as well as YouTube. Um, we might get some videos on there or share some videos. Like, I don't want to share that gruesome one. Uh, but our email is predwingspodcast at gmail.com. And once again, thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville.